Hello, welcome to Day One Patch, episode 255. I'm your host, Ryan Johnson. Adrian Petty's here. Hi. Matt Lawrence is there. Yeah, I am. You guys got different mics. Different microphones. Yeah, Adrian has been upgraded. I've been downgraded. Oh, I didn't even realize. <laughs> People the, set up oh. my environment for me, so <laughs> if you give me a lower quality mic, I'm not going to argue, because I, I didn't have to set it up. <laughs> All of our stuff had to be taken out for a, uh, yeah, I, I a wedding. Yeah, I listened to the last episode yeah. when you're, you're sitting here. Um, so if I, like, took you... Let's say I just took you, put you in a car. Yeah. And I, like, it dropped you in the middle of, like, a random town. Yeah. You had no... I could get out. No, but, like, you wouldn't, like, just stay there and just adapt to your environment? I wouldn't. I might look around, though. I <laughs> might be like, oh, that's... that's he that's, has that's, a life back here. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, would, I might, wouldn't mind looking around and be like, oh, that's all right. I, what, what do I? What would I need to do in order for you to like say, "All right, I'm staying put where I was." Like, I need some sort of payment plan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right, some of the top stories this week include the Wii U getting an update, which I found humorous. It's a little short story, but I think we'll, we'll talk about it a bit. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order got a 25 minute gameplay um, video that was shown behind closed doors at E3, and it changed my mind on the game. And I think a lot of other people, as Adrian was telling me. I feel me. like EA might need a new PR guy. <laughs> or something. Um, Epic Games is defending their PC-exclusive strategy. Um, they want to uh, turn the tables on the 70-30 revenue split that Steam and, and Industry Standard has. And they think the only way to do that is through exclusives. Uh, Marvel is very closely involved with the new Avengers game. Sure doesn't look like it. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo wrote a uh, joint letter... Uh, to Trump opposing the tariffs on China. So we'll get into that. But first, what's new? Hey, Jerome? What's new? What's I have new been with you? watching mm. a shit ton <laughs> of Overwatch League. Oh, you're an esports man now. You got a, got a favorite player? Yeah. You, favorite, you do have a favorite player. No, but oh. I'm saying I'm an esports man now. But you have a team, though, right? Team. Team. Yeah, we, yeah, you got your jersey on right now today. I'm looking at. No, but he does own the skins. The skins, and and I have oh, a yeah. shit ton of the premium currency now. I can just keep buying them. Wait, well, you're buying the premium currency? Nope. Oh, it's that. So uh, the so so, so the reason why I even uh, why I, I like Overwatch League now was because I found out that you can get the premium currency by just having your Twitch open to the Overwatch League. Right. So I literally just started putting on notifications for when it went live. Yeah. And I would literally just turn it on. I just let it sit in the background. But then I started just to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I started to like it. I'm about to say, so you actually like, yeah. you didn't just like, I, I, like, I, I was really it. forcing myself to watch it until I liked it. And now I actually legitimately, I, I'll put it on now when I go to bed. I'm like, oh, there's like three matches. There's going to be three hours of Overwatch League. I'll just put this on and let it, I'll let my PlayStation turn off with a timer and then I'll just, <laughs> I'll wake up the next day, I'll turn on my PlayStation and immediately goes back to the, to the stream. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like this is, this is bad. I was watching on Mother's Day and there was a ton of people watching Overwatch League with it, their, with their moms. What? Yeah. On, on Mother's Day specifically. Was yeah. there an event? Yeah. Well, there was, there was Overwatch League was happening. Oh, okay. Yeah. And people were just watching at home with their mom. So so now it's bad, because now <laughs> I have Overwatch League playing over here. And then I have one of three things in front of me playing. I'm either playing Overwatch or playing Hearthstone or Heroes of the Storm. And I'm just like, all right, I guess this is <laughs> this is all I need now. That's, that's pretty good. Life. That's where I'm at. But you are enjoying it, though. Overwatch League? Yeah. 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 My only criticism is the matches often are the same yes but they do they do have like they do have player swap outs though because it yeah. a, a team isn't just the same six people which i originally thought i'm like they do have like a roster of I, I, let's say 10 i don't even know how much but like oh for this one they're swapping out this player for this player blah 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 and then the one the one time they're like 
oh, this is unheard of. They're swapping out the entire team. And then he had like a graphic of six players going out and six new ones coming in. And just like, is this a thing? I guess this is a big deal. But uh, I was listening to a, another podcast and they were talking about sports versus esports. Right. Whether or not you consider uh, uh, esports a legitimate sport. Because one of the arguments is that sports have to be some sort of physical exertion or skill. But you're still okay. watching somebody play a game. Okay, so so that that was that was the main argument going in. I'm saying that's the that's the traditional argument. That's yes. that, that's, that's tra- not my opinion. Yes, but. that's a traditional argument. And somebody and somebody's counter, which I which I uh, uh, was for for a long time was sports also have a mental concentration. Mm-hmm. Like chess is considered a sport because there is a mental thing. There's a mental component to that. Also, there is a physical component to overwatch or any sort of esport if you if we don't we don't really we don't really take clips of the keyboards and the mice but if you were to fucking pan down oh you're clicking they're clicking like they're, motherfuckers. they are <laughs> they are all over the place and the movement and and what and like you, you should see them in between like they're like they have like their their like hand warmers and like they're they're like lathering up their hands and they're moisturizing and this and that and they're like they're, they're like they're working and exercising their hands and then they get back to it and they go for another <laughs> seven minutes because that's how long the rounds are and some uh, so like there is a there's definitely a physical component, not one that you may think of, but there is one. And then another, and then the counter argument that was the difference between what they would consider a legitimate sport and this illegitimate esport is a legitimate sport, even non-professional athletes can play it recreationally in real life. Well, that's BS. People can just pick up Overwatch and play around. Yes, but their argument was like a hockey player. You you're not you're not a professional hockey player, but I can grab a pair of sp- skates. I can go on the ice, or I can grab a pair of rollerblades, go to the go to the park and find some cement and play. And like that was their argument. Like that is that doesn't make sense. I, I'd say yeah. that's the weakest. That, <laughs> that's, that's the weakest bad. because yeah. it's like oh, I can just find a console mm-hmm. and just fuck like just like play the the game and I get would, good. I would say I, I would say a sport is more broad and is just really any sort of skill that you have that is greater than the general populace. Mm-hmm. And then if you're competing against someone else, yeah. I would say that's a sport because because like you can like with an esport like you can't in real there's no sport. That lets somebody be a giant hamster in a ball that rolls around, <laughs> and then there's another guy that another sure person that can like zip that. around in between time yeah. and rewind. Like that just can't physically happen. And now we have a, we now have a. So they're saying the actual aspect of the game has to be playable. Yeah. Not 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 just them. The day the, it. the day that we can get to Vosky Industries and get in a suit of armor and get a giant pig man with a hook. That's the day that we can. Consider. My problem with that though is the sport isn't the Overwatch game; it's the people playing the game. Yeah. So that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that was that was the uh, that was bad. That was an argument. <laughs> uh, but that made me think though. I'm like, I would I would be way. I'm I really like the Olympics. I watch the Olympics a lot, especially the winter ones. Not so much the summer, but I would be way more into the Olympics if they brought in a regular person. Before the professionals <laughs> and had them try to do exactly what they had to do, Just like add a, add because, a comedy like, bit. Like, the, the, the point is comedy like, warm up. But here's the thing, though. Like, like, like you, you have you have a diver go to the board. And she goes like one, two, and then she jumps, and then she like bends, and then this, and then straightens out, and in the water. It's like that is 
cool, I guess, but I have no point of reference for like what a non-athlete can do. Like, but a but me or Matt or you up there, and <laughs> I want to see what we do, and then that I think would make it way funnier. But because I'd be like, okay, now that was fucking impressive. But seeing what they do, I know I can't do it without training. So already they're well beyond any <laughs> yeah. capability. Of I know, mine. but it was just, I think it should be better if we put a non-athlete up there, just to kind of like like here. This is what a person, and then this is what an athlete does, and just kind of give me like a point of reference. Yeah, you know what would happen though is like America's Funniest Home Videos. That's what that is. Well, no, but like someone they would they would find ways to take advantage of that system as well. <laughs> you know, they either make I, it extra bad so they look better when they do the jumps, or, or they'll make it good. Like, oh, all all Russians are fantastic divers. You know, mm-hmm. Matt, what's new with you? Uh. Diving into that steam sale a bit, actually. Ooh. Diving into that steam sale. So, uh, add, I was, him to, I add him to your wish list first. Well, I wasn't gonna. Well, I did. So, I, I wasn't gonna do. I wasn't gonna do it. But uh, what ended up happening was a couple of my couple of games I wanted went on sale, and uh, so I kind of I kind of jumped on them. But uh, I didn't realize there was that they got rid of the timed sales, which is which I actually appreciate because I, would, I was always paranoid about buying something during the sale, unless like something right. you know, and then you're like, oh, missed it or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad they got rid of that. And I wasn't aware there was like a whole race component going on. Yeah. That, that's why I said, uh, put it to your wish list. Cause like Tim told me that and I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, the, the race. I was like, what do you mean? But don't you have to be part of a team or something? Yeah. I chose a, I chose a team. Where did you, where do you choose the team? I don't know. Pro- probably on your and first purchase. The one was like super far ahead. So why don't you just choose them? The I don't, I don't understand what's going on. I think I think <laughs> I think yeah. I chose the same team as Tim and them because it actually tells you like the friends like which oh, okay. what your friends chose. But uh, we're in last, I think. But like I don't really care because I think I'm done buying stuff at this point, so I don't really care. Um, they even made the act of purchasing a game, a game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, well, the thing is, is uh, so I bought I bought Kingdom Come Deliverance, but I bought the the edition that. So there's there's like a like a kind of an ultimate edition. They're called something else, but about the ultimate. I did not buy the ultimate edition. About the one down, because the ultimate edition comes with art book, like a digital art book and a soundtrack, and I didn't want that. I just wanted the DLC. So I bought the one with the whole game and all DLC, um, and I've been playing that. That game is fantastic, actually. It has a bit of an indie vibe here and there. There's like little weird, like glitches I find, like where someone will be like sitting on a chair that isn't there and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, or like little like I find like I'll drop a few frames in in cutscenes every now and then, but. The game is actually really fun, and uh, it's one of those games where, so like, there, for I'll, I'll give an example. So there was one part in the game where I needed to exit a gate, and I wasn't allowed to exit the gate. And the game allows you to basically, the game will guide you with, with modern mechanics, so it'll give you like a, a map marker. So basically what happens is I talk to the guard, he's like, I'm not going to let you leave, but he says, uh, if you were dressed as a guard, I would let you through and just say I only thought you were a guard, you were in disguise. So the game tells you, we'll go and rob this pair of armor from the armory. I tried and tried and tried, and I it's like lockpicking. I can't quite figure it out yet. It's kind of weird. And it's very difficult, and I didn't have any money. I couldn't buy lockpicks. It was like a whole thing. So I was like, what do I do? So I walked around the barracks and found an area that was like rarely guarded. There was only one guard. I ended up just killing a guard and taking his stuff. And so the game will still guide me. Like, I'll never get stuck so much that I can't, like, I don't know what to do at all or don't know where the armor is. Mm-hmm. But there's always, like, another way to do it, which I really like, that isn't disclosed. So you can use your brain or mindlessly kind of go through the, the quest markers. So that's really good. Uh, now, I made a 
I made a, a bit of a mistake. So this now this is a spoiler territory. I don't know if anyone cares. Does anyone care? I'm on Instagram right now. Okay, <laughs> so uh, that was that's that's weird that you of all people are on Instagram. The the um, idiots doing the dummies doing things. Oh um, yeah, okay, that's fantastic. It's it's hilarious. And yeah. I, I the dank Simpsons means are. are <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> anyway, okay, yeah. So uh, so in Kingdom Come, so I, I I did the prologue, and you play as a guy named Henry. I didn't realize that one of the DLCs was playing as the supporting character Teresa. <laughs> And I went up to her and was like, hey, how's it going? How, how did you, like, what happened to you? Like, because there was a, there was, a, again, this is all spoiler territory. There's, there was an attack on this village and you thought she had died. And she's like, do you really want me to tell you the story? And I'm like, yeah. And then it teleported me to her. And now I'm replaying the goddamn prologue in her perspective. That's funny. <laughs> and it, and it, and I tried to rush through it because I was like, I don't really care about this because I didn't know it was DLC. Mm. I've been playing that for longer than the t- <laughs> than my main character. I haven't even developed my main character. He's in stolen armor. He's like all beat up. He has he he's gotten his first quest, and now I'm just redoing the beginning again in in her perspective. Uh, but it is super fun. Like I'm doing a lot of different quests and stuff. And there's a really cool mechanic too. It's like there's different ways of doing things. So reputation depends on what the per- who the person is and what you're like. So. If you've been like literally rummaging through the bushes and your like places, your like uh, dress or your armor's all beat up and all dirty, they'll actually not. They'll be like, "Oh Jesus!" Like like your reputation isn't as good with them, so you can't like haggle or do some certain things with them differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also things like th- there's different ways to do it. So there's like a reputation way, there's like a intimidation way. So if I just killed a bunch of people and I'm covered in blood, people are gonna be scared of me. But if that guy's a knight, he won't be scared of me kind of thing so right. there's like different ways to do it there's different types of persuasion i guess i guess you'd call it is there a story or is it just kind of these big battles you go kind no of no no it's a it's all story it's all story like wow. m- most of the game so far for me has been cutscene. wow yeah it's really it's really good i really enjoy it i might uh, pick it up then too which one is this this is kingdom come deliverance how about dauntless on epic game store <laughs> <laughs> what? that's free to buy well this ain't well this isn't multiplayer i don't think i have so many games on epic now it's it's, it's yeah nuts. i keep on claiming you want you want to try dauntless oh i didn't I'll, I'll, i i, I I'll completely forgot dauntless, that you can yeah. i completely forgot there were free games on you even been claiming them epic? no not you, at all you missed like tens of games yeah that's fine uh, a lot of them are probably you probably already have it uh yeah, I was about to say a bunch Fucking of them. Like either Super, I have Super Meat or... Boy was the first one. What was it? Super Meat Boy. Was I the literally first have <laughs> yeah. like ten copies of that freaking game. Yeah, I think Guacamelee was in there. I, mean, I have first, that as well. That first Guacamelee game is so fucking good. It's I really love good, that yeah. game. Yeah. Um, we also have to. Uh, we need to get back to see if these Matt. We need to, yeah. Yeah. Gotta yeah. do that as well. Yeah. Oh, actually, I had an hilarious glitch that happened this week as well. On what? Uh, so I was playing Prison Architect, and I was playing multiplayer. You're currently on sale on the uh, Steam. When it was, so I was playing as an architect, and uh, <laughs> I ordered, we needed more cooks, so I ordered a couple of cooks, but the game glitched, and we didn't realize it ordered cooks as an object, like a, like a piece of furniture, and not as a staff member, and so it was bringing cooks in on transport trucks <laughs> in hundreds, <laughs> and so our money was dropping like a motherfucker, and I was like, what is going on? Because the game, the game, the game, how it works is like, if I order a, an office chair, it gets ordered, it comes in on a truck, a worker takes the office chair, puts it in, and then it says, okay, order complete. But as, a, the, the as cook, it should. The cook was never <laughs> the cook was never standing in the right spot, so the game kept ordering cooks. So there were literally too many cooks, literally hundreds <laughs> of cooks, like hundreds of cooks. They were everywhere. Like all my kitchens were just filled with cooks. I couldn't make any money. All my, like I was in you massive. Say it was overcooked, overcooked <laughs> as well. Yeah. So yeah, a little bit of 
prison architect there. Uh, as for Adriano and I and Marty, we played. Um, we started the DLC for Borderlands Two, which is hilarious. Commander Lilith and the fight for Sanctuary. Yeah, and I guess that's a tie into the third game somehow. Uh, it's supposed to be a setup for the third game. Yeah, but uh, because what happened was, is I thought I thought we were gonna, I thought Marty was going to take longer to get started. So I like I'll start Tales of the Borderlands. So here's what happened: he was going to borrow Borderlands Two, so he could import his character into Borderlands mm-hmm. on PS4. He forgot the disc here. <laughs> so why didn't he just wait, come back and or wait? Well, he had to go to work. Okay, so and then he went home because he he works night shift. Yeah. So I was asleep. By the time he gets back home, anyway, he didn't get the disc, and so then we just hopped on the game and started playing right away. Okay. We also could have like we didn't have to. There was, I want to yeah. get it over with. That's fine. Yeah. But so then uh, playing, so I got through the first episode of Tales of the Borderlands, and then playing that, immediately like, it's like, oh, I see how this is already tying in, because I'm like, oh, I, this character's already in that mm-hmm. one, so. How do you like it? It's Borderlands. Yeah. It's the same old, same old. I need uh, better guns, though. I am 10 levels ahead of you. Oh, my Marty, God. So I'm just like. I'm struggling. I'm not. Why are you, why are you so <laughs> far ahead? Like, just, what happened? Well, because I, I, I brought my character in. Oh, right. From where we were, which is level 41. They went new. They just like made a you, character, you can, which you can start a character, a new character at, at level, level 30, thirty to play the DLC. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So they did that. So I'm ten or eleven ahead. So I'm just kind of like farting around. This wait. So this is this is Borderlands two. Yeah. Not the pre. I could I could recite to you right now exactly the order in which you could play. You have to play all the border, all the Borderlands games. Isn't it just you just play them in order? What do you mean? Okay, well, there's... How many Borderlands are there? Well, there's Borderlands. Yeah. Then there's four major DLC packs for the first Borderlands. Yeah. You go through those. You play Borderlands 2. Then there's Season 1 DLC. And then there's Season 2 DLC. Those will have to be started in a specific order. Like, you have to start half of them before you finish the game. And half of them have to be finished after you finish the game. You do those for the exception of Commander Lilith and the Fight for Sanctuary. You leave that aside. Okay. Okay. Then you do the pre-sequel, which is set up in the narrative framework of post-Borderlands 2, but the people are telling a story before Borderlands. <laughs> so like like you see you see the end of Borderlands 2, but they're they're telling it, they're like it, it the narrative is they're telling a story of what happened before Borderlands. Okay. The pre-sequel and, is like the rise of Phantom Jack, right? Pretty much. But but there, do you remember the framework? To how it's the one siren she's tied up in Sanctuary, and it's they're just telling she's telling a story, right? And then, and then you play all the DLC for Borderlands, a pre sequel, and then you play Tales from the Borderlands, okay? And then you play Borderlands Two, the fight uh, Commander Lilith and the fight for Sanctuary, and then that should set up Borderlands, Borderlands Three. 3. <laughs> oh my lord, Matt. You and I, Borderlands PC, I'm all not, of them. I'm not doing it. Come on, man. There's no way. Come it's, on. It's not that good of a game. <laughs> I've, I've also played that, the first it's not good. one. That's why you need to play with somebody. You can't play by yourself. I've also played and yeah. beat the first one to death. I don't know how Aaron did it and played by, by himself. He I, did it by himself? I would not did be he, able to Did do he that. complete? Did he do the full I think thing? he played Borderlands 1. I'm not sure if he did Borderlands 2. Borderlands 2 is a fan, fucking fantastic game. It's okay. That's a fantastic game. <laughs> Ow. All right. Um, what else you played? I'm playing Fallout 4 and Fallout 76. I'm playing two Fallouts right now and watching a bunch of Fallout lore videos and stuff. Oh, actually, we have been doing 76. I forgot to mention that. We're just kind of grinding away, trying to get to level 100. That's big. That's my, my big goal. I learned that the main quest that you that you get when coming out of the vault, does it never completes. I think I think that's what? I think that's for mystery purposes. Like, yeah. I feel like that. But the, but the quest is to follow the Overseer's journey. 
Because the overseer leaves the vault before you, mm-hmm. and then your job is to go find her, right? And you find all these hollow tapes of, of her journey. Um, and the last one ends kind of, you don't know what's going on. You don't mm-hmm. know what happened to her. And so after getting all the tapes, the quest is still there, and it's open-ended. And according to the wiki, it says it's, it says it's supposed to be there. Mm. And so I wonder if either they're going to add story DLC down the road um, or if they just wanted it open-ended because the game itself is open-ended. Oh, gotcha. Hmm. I also, sorry, I was also playing Mad Max. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the more and more I play a game, the more and more I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, it's still got its rough edges, but... It, uh, it does, but it, I'm at a point in the game where the game is telling me pretty much what I need to do. It's like, I, this is a main mission. I go there, I die. I'm not strong enough. I want to upgrade my engine. You can't upgrade your engine. How do I upgrade my engine? Get these territories down to this level. Okay, I'll go deal with that. Okay, I have that upgraded. I want to upgrade armor. Get this territory down to this level. Okay, I'll go do that. Now I can do this mission. I go do that mission. Now go do this mission. All right, I can't. So then I have to go back and... It's a very very well done uh, tree system of, of progression. Uh, it's the um, the convoys are pretty fun to take out. Yeah, those convoys, are my favorite. Yeah, I don't remember how. How do I get my fucking dog in the car to go and sniff out the mines? Like, I, like I know I'm supposed to take him and go sniff. No, out. no, you're supposed to stay in. Or I can't remember. I know what you're talking about, but or I can't is it, remember. Or is it, is, is I, it Chum I, Buckets? I car. stay. I stay in the car, and I just drive until the dog barks, and he will bark in the but, direction but, of but it. But he's not. He's not in the car with me. Like every time I leave, like he's not. Like it's me in the in fucking Gollum in the back, but it's not. <laughs> but it's not. The dog's not with me at all. The dog's not with you. No, but like the dog is at all the all the 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 the, the like the safe houses, the or safe whatever, house, whatever yeah. they're called. It's like it's like it's like. Do I have to take Chum Buckets ride, and does the dog go with with us in that one? And there is see? actually some parts where you have to take Chum Buckets ride. I think. Yeah, I'm like I I forget I forget but how to I, how to tell the dog to get in the car. I'm pretty sure I distinctly remember just driving around being oh there's a minefield over here, driving there and then my dog starts barking. At yeah, it. but I don't have the dog is not with me in the car at all. I can't remember. The huh? dog is at the place. He's always there, but he's never. Even when I leave, he's it's just me and uh, <laughs> humpback. <laughs> isn't I don't, it, I don't isn't it Chum Bucket and Dinky D? Yeah, that's that's the dog's name, Dinky D. But also the dog food is called Dinky D. Yeah, that's why they called him that. That's why oh. Chum Bucket named him that, yeah. Because he thinks all dogs are not called dogs, but Dinky D's. Yeah. Your, your dog's all fucking dog meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to beat four? No, I don't think so. No? No. I you, thought, you tried I, to buy you, 76 you had beaten it though before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you're playing, like, you're not going to beat it again? No, but I, I just bought it on PC because I wanted to look at it and I wanted to do some mods and stuff. The modding sounds good, yeah. When yeah. Anthem goes cheap. <laughs> when Anthem goes cheap. I already have it, so... I'm, yeah, yeah he, already, he already owns it. Yeah, although, yeah, you already own Borderlands too, man. Although it doesn't, I know well. I do. It doesn't seem to be running well on my PC, so I don't know. What doesn't it Anthem? Might, it might just be that area, though, that's all wonky. Because I, I have played missions on my PC, and it's been fine. But I think it's just that hub what are you, area. What are you outputting at? at 4K? Uh, Whatever NVIDIA told me to. 90K! Put it, <laughs> put it down to... Uh, Put it down to 1080. See what that. It does. seems to be. It seems to me to be more of a refresh rate issue. Then bring in a fresh rate. Go I've tried. To... So I think it's just the hub that's all weird. Maybe maybe a glitch. Could be a glitch. Who knows? Could be what, a driver. Who, who knows what that game? Who knows what PC gaming as well? <laughs> all right. Let's hop into the stories. Um, the Wii U got a uh, unexpected update. 
That's really, really random. I thought they were done because it had been it's been years since I even got an update on my Wii U. But even even when the Wii U was out. My Wii U is not like has not been turned on in a long time. I I used my Wii U the other day. Apparently the uh the update does not show up on Nintendo's support site. Um and it doesn't actually tell you what the update does when you download it. That's very concerning. What the but fuck? But they're assuming it's just improvements in probably system a security update stability. I imagine it's something with security too, yeah. I just I like I just like the idea of like someone at Nintendo like oh you gotta go boot up the uh, the software for for, for the Wii U, Wii U and, and and fix these things. What are we doing? It. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll set that to download. My Wii U is unplugged. It's still set up, but it's unplugged. Yeah, mine's unplugged. Yeah, no, I use mine all the time. You still today? Hey, I turned uh, not day? not today, but I used it. But uh, like, like like to this day. Yeah, I play I all all my virtual all my virtual console. It, okay, my the the Wii and the Wii like every time Nintendo. Does a new system and re-releases the virtual console. You had to buy all the. That's one of the few things that I will just go and rebuy them all over again just to have. Mm. Like I have, if you look at my Wii U, like the the menu thing, I just have tiles of virtual console games. I just want them all there. So yeah, there you go. Wii U update. And that, that's on the heels of the Wii getting the Just Dance. Uh, that's hilarious. The Wii U doesn't get it, but the Wii does. It makes sense though, because more people have the Wii still. Yeah. I w- I want to know the numbers though. And I want to know the threshold of when they stop development for the Wii. I like think is is let's say like there there was an article saying that that Just Dance will be the last game for oh really for Wii. So I'm assuming I'm, I'm guessing that Ubisoft did a press release saying that this would be the last. But like, one. is it like two million people? Is it oh, a million people? Know. Is it five hundred thousand people are still playing it on? Yeah, Wii? like yeah. What what type of sales do they need in order to justify the development? of And it? also like fuck whether it, maybe, whether or not the porting I, is really maybe, easy. Fuck it, maybe I'll buy it. <laughs> fuck. Well, here's the here's the thing though. So so even though it's not for the Wii U, it's still. It's essentially for the Wii U. Oh, because the Wii U can you play could it. just you could put put it in there anyways. Yeah. Uh, next story here: Jedi uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, they released the full twenty five minute gameplay video. So if you did, if you missed the E three one, it was just kind of the character running through hallways fighting stormtroopers with his lightsaber. Yeah, Star and Killer it, uh, being raised by Darth Vader. <laughs> That's essentially what the game was. It looked very reminiscent of The Force Unleashed and just games from that era as well. Yeah. Just running down corridors, fighting bad guys. Even, even I was even saying, like, his motion. Like, his, very, his step was very one-two, one-two. That one. doesn't change. But the 25-minute the gameplay shows more of what happens before the game. And they said that the world is actually more in line with something um, like a Dark Souls. Uh, where it's open world, you can kind of go wherever you want, but there are kind of linear paths throughout it. And I guess the gameplay is, in some ways is similar too. But neither of you have watched it, Matt. You probably but but the, but the, but the demo the demo that I that that was shown was was uh, not not the new twenty five minute one, but the 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 E uh, E3 one. Like even the gameplay just felt so felt very easy, like hack and slash. It was like just go through slice slice. But that's slice. the thing. It's not actually hack and slash. And then and then so this new one is it more is the actual combat more reminiscent of Dark Souls or Bloodborne? So it's there's less combat in that original in the in the earlier bit of that demo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard for them to show off what the combat is like when you're not the one playing it. From what I, everything I've heard from like the journalists who actually got to play yeah. it said it's a lot more involved than the hack and slash. Okay. Yeah, and they were talking about how That's there's there's things like you can hold down a button to deflect bolts, right? But they won't just fire it back at them, and you have to actually do an action and time it right. To actually deflect the bolt back at the stormtrooper, hmm. uh, so there's stuff like that. Interesting. Is more involved. Um, 
but yeah, I, I'm actually excited. I was like, I was hesitant on on seeing the gameplay footage for the at E3. I was like, this doesn't look that great, but uh, I'm a little more positive now. Huh. Glad to hear. I look forward to that. And now that I got my proper EA account, I'll probably play it on PC. I think it's going to be probably refreshing to have a more classic game for once. Mm-hmm. That's probably they're probably playing it safe, but I mean, it might actually be a good idea. If you yeah. want, if you want to play a good Star Wars game. You know which one I'm going to say, right? Dark Forces? Dark Forces 2. Damn it. <laughs> Freaking Dark Forces. Hey, it's a fantastic. On sale now on, on Steam. Yeah, I should probably just buy that. I'm going through these these epic games that I haven't been claiming, mm-hmm. and I've claimed them on about four other services. Yeah. In most cases, yeah. This <laughs> yeah. is absolutely... There's a couple here where it's Subnautica. like... Subnautica. Subnautica, yeah. Guacamelee. Um, uh, actually, I don't know if I have Sport. Subnautica. Unless, I don't know if that was on something. That's one thing I might not have. I was told that I would Oxen, like it. Though. Oxen Free was free. I have that on a. Mil- I fucking bought. That I have on Oxen Steam. Free. I bought that. I bought that brand new. He's like, oh, this looks interesting. Go just buy brand new. Never played it. Now it's free everywhere. I have it on PS4 as well. It's like Rebel Galaxy. I think. I think my my problem is I have to be done buying games unless I intend on playing it in that moment. That is my biggest <laughs> problem. It's like when I want to go play and I don't have it. That is when I should buy it. Yeah, I agree. I have hundreds of games that I've bought. And then PlayStation or whatever is given away for free. But the trouble is, like, you can't wait forever either, though. Like, next month, they could release a game that you you, you wanted to buy on, think, on PlayStation you, you, Plus. I, I think you're right, though. You, you should buy it when you want to play it. Yeah, exactly. Unless unless it's something stupid. Oh, like, you're, you're preemptively buying it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm behind like, oh, I'll, like... I'll play this eventually. Okay. Mad Max, yeah. for instance. I bought Mad Max on PS4. I was going to play it on PS4. And then, like... Okay, I'll buy it on PC because I actually now that I just bought a new card, I want to play it on PC. I want to max the shit out of the settings, and then they gave it away on PS4 anyways. I'm just like <laughs> I could have saved my money on on the PC one or on the PS4 one at the very least. It makes mm-hmm. sense to preemptively purchase when, like, I bought a couple of City Builder games too on the Steam sale, and it's like I'm not going to play those for a while, but they were six dollars down from like thirty. Like that type of stuff makes sense. That shit adds up. It does, but a I co- rarely a do couple it as of well. six dollar games. But then that you, fucking but, adds up. But then you have a bunch of games as well, though. So sure, yeah, it's going to add up and be expensive at some point. But you then have a bunch of games to play. That's what kind of what kind of Game Pass kind of sounds appealing. <laughs> like the Xbox, the PC one, like the yeah. Xbox Game Pass PC. Yeah, you might have. It. You yeah. have the console one. I have both. No, I, have, I have both. Well, you you pay for one, you get both. The thing is, though, it's a different selection. You don't you don't get the same titles across the board. I got that. Uh, Game Pass Ultimate. Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, buddy. <laughs> I don't need Ultimate because I don't need Ultimate because I don't need gold. You know what I accidentally purchased? That's stupid. The entire Microsoft no. Office Suite? No, yeah. I mean, I do have that. But the uh, the goddamn, I forgot that Twitch didn't give us a full year of the free Switch you online. You have to redeem it again. And, I, and the other day it was like, you've paid Nintendo. And I was like, for what? Go in? Of course. You know what's fucking bullshit? It was fucking bullshit. Uh oh. I Whoa. went in to try to claim that. And you can't without a Wii, without a switch. Exactly. Yep. It's like you need to tie this now. If you want to claim it now, you need to tie it to an account with your account or a console with your account. I'm like, that is that is fucking dumb. Like I have a Nintendo account. I'm probably gonna buy a Switch within the next year. Probably not, but just let me have <laughs> it anyways. Like because you can't because it has to be actively used right away. That's fucking dumb. So I'm gonna try, I don't even know if I can claim the other half. I mean it's twenty dollars, I'm not really I don't really care, but yeah, isn't it like twenty bucks for the year? Like, it's, like, year it's like a yeah. coffee a month. That's what it is. Yeah, I got, I got some division stuff too, Matt. I don't know if you saw that. 
No. See, look at this. This is why I don't claim <laughs> things on on Epic Game Store. Look at what's happening. It's well, too, every time it's, I open it's Twitch, too much. every it's, time I open Twitch, it's like there's a whole bunch of shit to claim. What like, I hate yeah. though too is like sometimes it's just like claim now and it's that easy. Other times it's like you got to go into the oh thing yeah and oh then you your have account. to relink Sign your account every Authorized single time. Authorized Blizzard Battle.net to do this one. It's like what? Oh, I've already we, done. We this. sent the code here. Please authorize this and yep. then come back and do it. It's like uh, it's annoying, fuck this. So. I'm not. I'm not. This isn't worth it. What did you get for division? Uh, an outfit, I think. And then there, there's like where's that? There's like three or four more weeks of of free stuff. Where's that? And you've got to go into the little the little crown, and then you, yeah. you into find the it. division. No, 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 no. Twitch. On Twitch. Twitch, you go into the crown, you find the division, you click on that, you authorize you your account. Make sure you link your uh, you play account first, though. So, so no, no, sure. no. Now here's the question. No, no, no. no. So here's the question. I have division. I got it for free with my graphics card. Division so, two. But Division two. But are so, you? Are you? Hold on. Are it, did that outfit roll over to your PlayStation? I think, yeah. I think it claims it for both. Yes. So, so, you ha- for both. so okay. this is what you need to do. You need to go. You need. To, you need to go into your UPlay account. <laughs> I've already linked all that. Yeah. You need to link your PS4 to your UPlay. My UPlay and is go complete. Go to Twitch and link your UPlay to Twitch. UPlay so is one complete. Goes, it's it's like and, a weird domino. And effect. you have to link your 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 Steam account or whatever you're using to play or to use if Division on your if you want it on the PC. PC. One. Yeah. Steam. It is a. Where, or wherever you, or no, it, you play, it, it did it on UPlay. Yeah, it was free on UPlay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because 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 when because when yeah. you when you launch it on Steam or or Epic Games, whatever it is, it launches it essentially just launches UPlay anyways. It can't. They, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's literally just a button that's that's doing it. Uh, but the new GOG game client supposed to GOG Galaxy just, just supposed to amalgamate it here, all. No, here's a question. Here's a question. I look How do those that. games update? What? How do those games update? I have a feeling, and this is a total estimate, I did not see anywhere that it, that it keeps the games up to date. I You're going to have to probably have your all those clients open and signed in. No, probably Maybe. No, May, probably I don't know. Not. I'm saying probably. maybe. I don't know. The same, but the, I, I imagine it's going to act the same way with Steam and Uplay. When you, when you make the purchase in Steam, yeah. it is probably just going to assign, it digi- assigns a digital license to your Uplay account. Yeah. And then Uplay, like then at that point, you can close Steam and never reopen it, and Uplay can take over. And that will manage it. I imagine the same is going to happen with any of those. It's going to assign a digital license to GOG, whatever the fuck they're calling this. GOG Galaxy 2. GOG Galaxy 2. And then that will then just manage the... It, it will go and retrieve the... It will pull the Well, I'll tell you one thing. I don't know how the chat works either, but I'm down for one fucking... One freaking, like, client. Woo! My lord. Let's do it. Fuck. PC gaming. Let's get rid of our consoles. I, I'm not going to get rid of my console. I, I mean, I, I bought Kingdom... I do like PC gaming to an extent. I did buy Kingdom Come on there. I like consolidation. One less physical consoles. No, I like having my console. <laughs> the best thing the best thing Sony can do is say, we're bringing our games to PC. I would take... I literally rip out my PlayStation and throw it out the window. I'd be like, I'm done. And you'd realize there's a save on there that you needed. You needed to run back. <laughs> we got to go get the hard drive. Sign <laughs> my consoles, my brothers. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Next up here we have um, Epic's Ga- Epic Games boss uh, is defending his PC exclusive strategy. This comes from Gamespot. Oh, so Epic founder. Damn it. What? Uh, I was going to comment, but I'll wait till you actually read the story. Epic founder Tim Sweeney has offered some insight into why the company is pushing so hard. In a Twitter thread. Sweeney spoke about how Epic believes pursuing exclusives is the only strategy to change the current 70-30 revenue split between publishers and storefronts. Uh, the 70-30 model is considered to be the industry standard, with 70% of revenue going to the developers slash publishers and 30% going to the storefront. Uh, however, Epic's new Epic Game Store only takes 12%, giving 88% to the publisher slash developer. Um, and they say that the only way to break this status quo is to do exclusives. And the exclusives may piss off a certain segment of Steam fans, but overall, I think 
most people probably don't care, and it we'll just go where the game is. Fucking kills me that he has to defend this. Oh, there's there's people on it, my there's people on my Facebook that are that are like really pissed off. Like they, they literally say like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't play Borderlands because it's because it's on Epic. It, but it like it kills me that he has to like like argue and defend. Like there's 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 been exclusivity through Steam this entire time. Nobody bitches and complains because everyone used it. I, exactly, but it's like now we're now we're doing the same thing. We're offering a better deal. We're Although, creating competition, yeah, and people are losing their fucking minds. I mean, admittedly, like there are things missing in Epic Games that are apparently coming. No, no. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. And I had this. I had a massive argument with somebody the other day. I'm not saying that <laughs> Epic Games is a perfect client. Like there are a lot of fucking problems with it, though. But a lot of people's arguments, their main argument is two separate places. Like ignore ignore the actual physical clients. They're they're bitching about having two separate ecosystems. Like the the actual act of competing marketplaces and act of competing companies is what pisses them off. And like that philosophy I don't get. It's like, oh, I have to like yeah, wa- that, I have weird. to launch another that's another weird. client in the background. It's like fucking add the game uh, but literally make a shortcut on your desktop, minimize the client, you never have to see it. I, oh I, it, it fucking eats up my RAM. It's like add just just add the add the Fucking shortcut to your Steam. Don't even launch Epic. Just leave it. <laughs> I like. I get it. I get the complaints about having too many clients, but I don't get the complaints about the exclusivity. Because you're right. Like it's just it's just a business model, and I'm not paying it's, for the Epic Game clients. And it's different when there's an exclusive on a a console, because some people don't want to buy another five hundred dollar console. But you don't have to buy a to launcher. get the exclusive game. But if you have a PC, yeah, the launcher is free. Yeah. It's not exclusive. And being taken away from you, this is you all just, you just on, have to make an account. Yeah. This is all on the yeah. on the storefront side. Yeah, like like oh, I have, to, I have to make an account and I have to register my credit card. There is a minor annoyance at best <laughs> to lose your fucking mind and say I'm just like I'm I'm boy I'm I'm going to review bomb Borderlands and boycotting Metro and fuck but, it's like are you but, f- people are insane. I think like everything nowadays though, this is probably a small vocal minority. And I imagine most Steam players will just go where the games are. Because like people, no one, no one said anything on mass about Fallout seventy six going on Bethesda Net only. Well, like I mean, I'm sure there was like the, like a fair bit of people complaining, but it wasn't like this. It might be different because that's their own game. Because when EA split from Steam, like there's no EA games on Steam anymore. I don't think, right? Oh, just stuff that was there before the split, right? Stuff that that's legacy in. Oh, I guess I guess that makes sense. And, like, and there was some backlash to that, but it wasn't huge. It wasn't like yeah. this. And like no one complained that Fortnite isn't on Steam. Yeah. And like and like there's there's like, and people are like freaking out, complaining. There was a misconception. A, a buddy of mine was was convinced that it was that it was Epic that did the that that did the uh, that pulled Metro away from Steam. It's like he was blaming. He was blaming Epic. He's like, oh, they like they like ripped it away from Steam. It's like they didn't, they didn't rip shit away from. Like they offered, but like they offered a better deal. Yeah, and Metro took it. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, you should be kind of glancing at at Epic, saying, yeah. mm, what the hell? But you should really be throwing the book at at Metro. And like they're the ones who did it. Yeah, Th- this could be better in the long run too, um, for for the products, because if if the publisher and developer are making more money, that's more money they can reinvest into future games. You know. Yeah. So it's better for the consumer, actually. And this will just make Steam smart enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the same thing with the friend system. They The friend system was fucking broken to begin with or broken for a long time. Nobody liked it. And then Discord comes along. Yeah. People are like, oh, there's a better client. And then all of a sudden, like, they 
the Steam Friends thing is still not great, but like you know that you know they actually have a separate they actually have a separate chat app now called Steam Chat <laughs> on uh, on phones. Does yours keep popping up too? What, what are you talking so about? So some, yes. some some days I launch Steam and yeah. it just launches. It just it's there. Other times it's, it launches and there's the chat there. Oh yeah, and I got yeah. it's all a separate window. I got to go close. Yeah. My last there's notification I ever receive is always unread, even if I read it, <laughs> and will always pop up. There's a there's a separate app that there's an app. Oh, OneNote is now starting on startup. When I, whenever I set my windows now for some reason, OneNote automatically. Oh, it's trying opens to up. it's probably like trying to fire up that little clipper. It is. Thing, yeah. But then I I even went in and I said the pro for the process I'm like don't start. Yeah. I did it not not only in the in the task manager. I also went into the Windows 10, like... The, ta- the Wait, the Windows 10? There's, oh, there's, like, in the settings. There, there's yeah, a yeah. startup setting. I said, ignore, yeah. don't don't start. And I also did the process. I said, don't start. And it still does it. I bet me. you what it is, is it's an application setting. So when you're opening OneNote, it's resetting it. So you have to go in the app settings when you're in OneNote and tell it not to. Fucking annoying. <laughs> All right, let's move on here. Uh, Marvel is very closely working or involved with new Avengers game for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Again, from GameSpot. Um, so Crystal Dynamics is the studio, and uh, they said that they have a really close relationship with Marvel, and that they're talking like every day. They're having meetings. They're sending them builds of the game, and well, basically, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they are. <laughs> well, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they are. But so basically, what happened is Marvel kind of went to Crystal Dynamics. Dynamics said, "You're a good publisher, a good developer. Um, we're good at Avengers, and they wanted to collaborate on it." I have a feeling they went to them and said, "We want the Arkham Asylum of Avengers games." I bet you. I bet you. I think. Once I, think the game I think. Is I, out, think I think that was their point of reference for pitch. Do you think though that once the game is out, that people are going to be able to ignore the design? Like, if it's like that, if it's like the Arkham games. Okay, so I, I did. I, I sent you a link for that other podcast, right? I said they the first yeah. twenty minutes they talked about it. Yeah. They the guy who went to go see it, he's like, you immediately. He's like, like it is jarring for the first three or four minutes. And he's like, you then forget about like that design issue. It it goes away because like, like, you he's very quickly to. accept that that's what they are, and that is not an issue at all. He's like, as for the design, he's like, there are other problems with it, um, but he's like, as for the design, he's like, that wasn't a, a factor. What's at all. funny is they they talked about how they wanted to do an original take on the Avengers, so it doesn't feature the likeness of the MCU actors. So they specifically wanted to do that, but people's complaints were that it didn't look. But <laughs> it didn't look close it, it was weird. If it doesn't look like it, they would complain that it doesn't look like it. If it did look like them, they would complain that it did look like them. Like, you, they would not be able yeah, to Yeah, they'd win. be like, oh, the MCU's invading yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. It's like, the, you, you fucking, you can't win. You won't, they, no matter what, they're going to, you can't satisfy everyone. I would say this is kind of a, I don't know, I don't know if I like the designs, but I think it's a good idea. And if the game is good, I'm still going to buy it. Yeah. You also last week the podcast, you guys got, you said, I think you mentioned that it was a four player, or there was four characters. There's actually five. I don't recall, but I don't yeah, recall. Okay. You you said you said specifically you're like you're like how many how many characters are the Avengers on there? You're like four. You're like you're like yeah, there's four. You're like there's uh, Thor, uh, there's Iron Man, Hulk, and Black Widow. And I'm just like, like, and I'm screaming on my phone. I'm like Captain America, man. There's oh, a face with Captain forget. America. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. <laughs> completely went by. Even even though Captain America looks like Captain America's dad, but also he he, he dies. Mm-hmm. In the, in that story, he's dead, isn't he? Yeah, but he's a playable character. Yeah, They're like you get it's a four player multiplayer game. Well, it sounds like the multiplayer section is just like you running missions or something. Like it sounds like it's not very story. Like you're right. Like he's probably not in the story, but like 
Because they didn't they say they're going to add characters and they want to add a bunch of shit and new missions or something. What was that, Ryan? Like last week, they said they want to add stuff to the multiplayer. Well, they, they said new characters are going to be coming in because like Hank Pym, they kind of tease at E three as well. Uh, they're probably going to do an exclusive Spider Man pack for sure. And, and that's the rumor for yeah. for that as well. Wouldn't it be awesome just have like constantly new missions and new characters to yeah. really run around with? That'd be yeah, awesome. Like that, yeah. But I also heard that there might be like a create your own character element to the multiplayer as well. Fantastic. And that you're like you're like a new recruit to the Avengers. Can I make John Burnthal? And if this works out, <laughs> yeah. if this works out from Ghost Recon. Tom Clancy's The Avengers. And 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 if that works out, and not, not the Punisher. If they're introducing <laughs> if they're introducing new characters and 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 new missions, oh, that's that right. would that would give me that would give me hope for a Rocksteady Justice League game. Oh, okay. I'm surprised. It's been a long time since we heard from them. It is very. It's concerning at this point. I bet you. I bet you. I bet you they have one hell of a game. I could have sworn. I I think I mentioned this before, but I could have sworn that there was an announcement. There was some sort of press release. There was something somewhere that said that they were working on a, nin, a Ninja Turtles game. No, that was only ever just what people wanted. And okay, r- and rumors. Then maybe. Okay, I, I must be. You I, know, I, I okay, must have slipped it, into a different time. If it is, if it is in the, uh, I don't know if it needs to be in the style of, but if it's if it's that type of like the cartoon. That era? No, fucking, I. I don't no. want the new. I don't want the new turtles. I'm, I don't I'm like a, the new I turtles. imagine it would be really photorealistic, <laughs> oh, high no. gritty Ninja Turtles game, and then they would do because there, there's a there's a there's a there's a like like the '90s live action ones. No, no, no. Like like a better version of the Michael Bay one. Here's my thing. Oh fuck! I don't think they're doing Ninja Turtles. It'd be great though, because, and, then, and then crossover with Batman because the Batman games were so well received and 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 good sellers. That they're probably going to stay in DC. DC. Universe. You might be right. It might be and Justice League. They're probably working on a Justice League game, just like they're making a Marvel game. How do you do? Because they they had this problem in the past. How do you do a Green Lantern game? Well, How do you? You won't be in it. They'll, they'll just they'll literally just be fixed abilities like that. Green me. Beam, Green Fly. Yeah, he'll have like some hammer attack, lame ring attack. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. <laughs> what they should do is get the Scribblenauts people in there. That would be hilarious. Yo, that game is that that superheroes game, that DC superheroes game in Scribblenauts. That game is legitimately difficult. But you can like Scribblenauts, you can write in anything, and it can fucking just. I got it for Marty years ago. You have to know comic references. It's like you, the, the people will talk, and then it's like, what what does Lois Lane need in this situation? I'm like, uh, <laughs> a sword, a gun. Help! Yeah, plane. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. What I do like though, about this Marvel game is that, and with the Spider-Man game, is that it seems like Marvel is letting the developers be developers and are trying to control it too much. Because when they went to Insomniac, they literally said, "Choose any character, and then make us a game." And they they're the ones who chose Spider-Man. Just so happened to be like Sony's. Yeah, that's I I really find that hard to believe though. Why? That like. No, I I believe I believe that 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 Somniac said, "Hey, we'll make an exclusive one for, for." Well, Sony was involved too. Yeah, Sony's involved. I I find it hard to believe that Sony didn't have some influence on the Spider-Man license. I don't know because like, because because here, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, what what was the order of events? Did Marvel did Marvel go to Insomniac say, "Make us a game, we'll fund it," and then Sony said. Hey, we want to get in on this, make it a PlayStation exclusive. Or did they say, did Marvel go to Sony and say, Hey, we want to make a game. Are you willing to fund an exclusive one for your console? And then they said, Okay, now we'll pick the studio. They they jointly said Insomniac. They said, pick a like I want to know who, I would guess, I want to know which party approached party. I would first. I would guess that Marvel went to Sony 
And I'm saying that because Marvel, like Disney, gave up on making their own games because they could. It wasn't financially yeah. viable, and they weren't making good games. And so they 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 kind of went back to the drawing board and said, "We want to focus on good Marvel games from here on out." And so they probably went to Sony, who is the leading console seller right now, right, and said, "Would you want to join with us to make a game?" Is 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 Insomniac's not a Sony? They're not. Studio, they're not owned though. by Sony. No. Insomniac made. Sunset Overdrive. Yes. They also made... Ratchet and Clank. All of them. Who made... Well, I think most of them. Some of the PSP ones, maybe not. Who made... um, What's the uh, superhero... Infamous? Yes. Uh, That is not... Insomniac, that's Sucker Punch. That's oh, right. Okay. That is a Sony's own studio. I was gonna okay. say it's it's named after a movie. <laughs> so like, so I find I find like why why would Marvel why would Marvel why wouldn't Marvel just fund the game themselves through Insomniac? I could say make it multi platform. Like go like go to PC, go to fucking Xbox, go to this. Like why why, why go no, why go probably, to Sony they, and say hey let's make it like they I probably find, had a, they probably exclusive. had an Avengers game like planned. They probably had an Avengers game planned, and so they didn't want to front any more money. So when they approach Insomniac... It's fucking Marvel and Disney. Like, if they, <laughs> no, no, like, but it they, could be they're one of those... They're not shy. They're not but, scraping the bottom of the barrel. But they're also the, trying to, like, branch out. So if you go... They probably went to... Branch Sony. out with an exclusive? What's that? Branch out with an exclusive? No, 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 no. Like, an like, exclusive on the best-selling console. Yeah, no, but they're also trying new things. They're trying an exclusive, then they're branching out. They're branching out in terms of games. So they're like, let's do an Avengers game. Let's do a specialty game. And then it's like, if you want to do Spider-Man, then we have to go to Sony. But, and then Sony says it has to be exclusive. So it's like, all right, well, that's it. Like that could or be that could have been Sony's only influence in in whatever input. Maybe, maybe that's what happened. Maybe they went to Insomniac and said, "Do you want to make a game?" They said, "Spider Man." Maybe they needed Sony to. Okay, Sony that, said, "Yeah, okay, but you have to make sense, it exclusive." But, but I find it really hard to believe this for 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 Disney, Marvel, whatever, whatever you want to call them, to say, "Hey, let's go to Insomniac, Insomniac and say let's make an exclusive for Sony." Like you're only losing sales there. Not much. But well, like lo- losing sales by maybe, maybe there, 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 there's got to be a fairly big pocket of people only with an Xbox, yeah, that would have played Spider Man or whatever game they would have made on an Xbox had the opportunity. Would it and, be and, as and, much and, as the savings though? Like, what if Sony fronted a bunch of money? So it's like you're going to lose a hundred million. Here's a hundred million. Would 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 the that money, is usually what happens when you would, do would go? Would the money have they saved by having Sony front the cash or front the money? Outweighed the sales they would have gone from an Xbox or Stadia or no, but that's, Switch that's what Avengers PC is. I, that's what Avengers is. But I think that's usually what how console exclusives work is that they front the cash that would make up for any lost sales yeah. on another console, and it sells more consoles for the who's ever how how do they how do they determine the lost sales on another console? Be- because you can you can predict to a degree how many sales will be on that. First of all, the PS4 has like 90 plus million consoles. They'll probably have 100 million by by this year. The Xbox, they don't even tell us their numbers because they're so low. Yeah. So I, just, I find if they have 40 million Xbox Ones out there, maybe a couple million w- w- units would have sold on there. You know, they could they could front that cash for that. I just find that I find that I find that odd that a, that a a company like Disney Marvel, with all the money, they could have just fronted the development themselves and said it's on all platforms. They could have made they could have made their own fucking game client, but like and they many... would have thrown it on there, and that could have been the launch of their own game. So clients. what? If, what if Sony went to Marvel then? That at least that makes like that makes more sense. Like we have the Spider Man license, let's make an exclusive. We will front it. You let Insomniac make this for that. 
I find it I find it really difficult to believe that Marvel would go to Insomniac saying, "Let's make a Spider-Man or whatever game you want to make." Let's well, make Insomniac it, let's make said a game. the Spider-Man. Insomniac claims they said they had any pick of any character in the Marvel universe that they wanted. Then and they chose Spider-Man. Okay, then then it's like pick a character, Spider-Man. It's like okay, then it has to be exclusive for for Sony. Insomniac says, "Okay, great." If they had said X-Men, be like, sure, make it for one. What if it, it was a outcomes. numbers thing where Spider-Man is already tried and true in the gaming industry, whereas I don't remember an Iron Man game at any point. There was like a bad one. It was a bad no, one. But there you go. The, yeah. v- but the like, new VR like the, was supposed to be really fucking but good. But Spider- Spider-Man 2 is critically acclaimed. So the fact that they are like, okay, we're branching into games. We have to go to Sony. Sony says it has to be exclusive. Marvel goes, well, we're branching into games. We might as we have to. We're going to cut out the Xbox people. However, we're going with the best-selling console, and we're getting this license. And we're also doing going into a territory that is tried and true. We know people will buy Spider-Man. Sony could have fronted the cash for the marketing too. Yeah, which is big that too. Yeah, which is that's yeah. And this, this is also a good if, stepping if, stone to if, get Spider-Man onto Xbox. If Sony and Insomniac approached Marvel. Like that makes more sense. I just find it really hard to believe that that Marvel would have said, "Let's make an exclusive for Sony." But this is, but like now that there's a Spider-Man license that we assume is in the same universe as this Avengers game. Now that it's all done, now it's easier to approach Sony and say, "Hey, can we add Spider-Man to Avengers on Xbox? Like, can we do it later? Like, can we say Spider-Man's exclusive on Avengers multiplayer for six months, and then can I can I release it because you already have the assets." It's already been designed. It's already done. Can we do that? Why doesn't fucking Disney just buy Sony like they do buy everyone else? <laughs> they should buy Sony, actually. Then you're going to get into some serious uh, monopoly, monopoly issues. Yeah. Whatever. As long as anything's unified. and, and it's, not actually mono- it's not actually a monopoly, though. Isn't like There's a bunch of other companies still Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a, but, but no, like, but there is. The, the there pie, is the, their share of the pie is getting bigger and bigger. But, like, and I like, mean, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they don't only go after monopolies, too, when they become absolute monopolies, either. No, that yeah. It's just big influencers, right? Yeah. Um, all right, our last story. Um, so Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo have written a letter opposing Trump's tariffs, again from GameSpot. Um, so yeah, Trump put, on, put this... Or his, Couldn't has, have one episode without mes- mentioning Trump, eh? We, we hardly talk about uh, I know, I'm just being politics, really. But it is becoming more and more evident because of all the loot boxes, so we're getting into the realm of politics a little bit. Ugh. But yeah, there's a 25% tariff on... Uh, on uh, goods coming out of China, a lot of those goods are made by companies like Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo, and it will increase the price of their consoles, which are already kind of high. I don't, know, I don't have, really know if they're considered that high, but they are. They're high-ish for this for this late in the console cycle for them still to still to be around four hundred dollars Canadian. That's very true. Is is kind of high, um, and with next gen just around the corner, if these tariffs last until next year, seven hundred dollar consoles, boys. Fuck yeah. yeah, and so so definitely Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo are concerned PC. about this. PC PC parts are also manufactured in China. Yeah, but but get, but the the tariffs on what though? I don't I don't have the list of what what is tariffed. They have they have to classify everything. I I guarantee it's gonna be you could, you could easily claim that thing is a computer. It's a specialty computer. No, that I, is a computer. Yeah, I guarantee. All it does you, is all it does is crunch numbers. I guarantee. All it does. I guarantee if you look at the FCC, they have very distinct. The classification anyway. of what consoles and computer. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not a border patrol or whatever agent. <laughs> border patrol. What, what, what did you call them? Uh, oh, yeah, UK's border force. Border force. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fantastic. <laughs> so this was part of the letter. While we appreciate the administration's efforts to protect U.S. intellectual property and preserve U.S. Uh, high tech leadership, 
The disproportionate harm caused by these tariffs to U.S. consumers and business businesses will undermine, not advance, these goals. Um, the letter uh, the letter goes on to note that in 2018, more than 96% of video game consoles imported in the U.S. Uh, were manufactured in China, and that moving 100% of manufacturing to the U.S. or another country would cause significant supply chains disruptions and increase costs even beyond the cost of the proposed tariff. It, okay, I have a question about that. Why is Tesla's Gigafactory in America then? This is the, they they started building that thing before the tariffs, and they have an invested interest in having a lower priced car, which they're trying to do right now. Imagine a Gigafactory in a country where the money is. I don't really understand the whole China, the whole like why China's cheaper. I think it's just because their of the labor, currency. their labor is cheaper. Okay, but it's also so, the currency, so, right? But where we get paid like fifteen dollars an hour, yeah, uh, or fourteen in Ontario. Like our, our dollars go further there, but like I think there's no, more it's like, to it's it like than literally that. They get paid like a, maybe I don't even know how much, like a dollar. But like, per but hour. like that goes further there. Clearly, like we yeah. couldn't we couldn't exist off seven dollars a week. You would you would you would die of starvation. Yeah. So like clearly our dollars go further there, there but there's, I assume there's, there's standard, also more there. Their standard more of to, living is is, is less. What's that? Their standard of living is less. Okay, and um. Uh, there's a lot of like um, their middle class isn't really that big. It's growing right now. Yeah. But so they have a lot of like poorer people who are working in those factories. I mean, it for, was growing for, for cheap labor because of this stuff. Yeah. Like this is going to hurt them. Yeah. But, but anyway, Tesla is opening up a gigafactory in China. Okay, but that might be to serve China. Like, yes. why was the first one or ones? I don't know how many there are. Why was that in America then? Uh, and why reason why I mentioned that is. Not saying to build an actual gigafactory, but could you build an equivalent for something that is going to sell millions of units like consoles or electronics, just as a general I think, I think the statement? I think the difference might be that they started in the U.S., where in, in this little this, the statement from these, um, these companies, they're saying that the cost of moving production out of yeah. China and even putting it into the U.S. would be too disruptive and cost even more than the tariffs would cost. But but since Tesla is already here in America, there's no cost but to like, move it from China no, to America. But there there's there's an intrinsic cost of like if your dollars go further and you're building a fresh new factory, especially something as innovative as the Gigafactory, mm-hmm. that's like a massive undertaking to do in a country where your dollar is you know one to one because you're sparing American dollars in America. If you're sending American dollars in New Mexico or something like China, then it's it's you know it's significant, it was significantly further as we've already established. So why would they like? It still doesn't make sense as to why they would choose America. The moving moving costs, of course, make that makes sense, like what they're saying there. But like, it just doesn't make sense for Tesla to do it. And with that being said, I understand it's different markets. So so I like, mean, there's probably something underlying there. Elon Musk is a billionaire, right? Yeah. So he's not. His concern is not solely profit. The, the, the okay. entire goal of Tesla itself was simply to create a wave of electric vehicles being made by all car manufacturers. That's what he wanted to do. And the only way to make a car manufacturer change what they're making yeah. is to produce something better yeah. that then starts eating into their sales. Arguably, then they'll say, holy Christ, we got to change. Yeah. And they've done that now. Ford, Ford, I think Ford has said they're going to have all electric vehicles by a certain date. You know, I think GM said the same. GM's or something. working on their electric vehicles, so it, it has worked. So I think I think even if Tesla failed, he would still think it's an accomplishment because it shifted the the industry to electric vehicles. But couldn't he have done that sooner? 
it might, with with going to a maybe. place where your dollar goes further. Maybe, but he's also I think he also wants to. Admittedly, though, Ford and stuff are like there's a Ford plant in Canada. Like, yeah, pretty close to us. Yeah, well, that there's there's one leaving too, isn't there? I don't know. I don't know the whole situation. <laughs> it's all I ever hear about industry is we're shutting down. Well, then yeah. shut down. Then stop talking about it. And shut it down. Then. But he might as well, he might also want to be showing that you can do it in America. You can make a a, a new product, manufacture in America, and sell it at reasonable prices. It might also be a sales technique to say we're a new American car company. Right. You know? Because there's there's older guys. I, I listen to a Tesla podcast. Yeah. There's older guys like people call in and say, "Oh, my dad, um, my dad didn't think that Tesla was American. He said he didn't. He said he didn't like Tesla because they were like he thought they were like some like Chinese car company or something like that. And the guy had to tell him, "No, it's an American company, and they're built in America." And he, he's like, "No, it's still different though." So there's there's still a weird bias against Tesla from the well, older. Well, it's probably because elect- of the older generation. gas thing, but that's yeah. probably what that is. Because they grew up with gas all their life, but, but the guy shouldn't have any allegiance to gas, like the the the, the guy's dad. But even when he tells him that no Tesla is American, he still goes on and says, "Well, it's different. They're it's, they're different, even though it's the flat earther defense." <laughs> I, don't anyway, know, I don't really know. I don't really know what to say about this. Like I, I think the the problem is that I don't think Trump understands that a tariff on another country doesn't just tariff. Their goods coming in. No, the cost it tariffs the American goods that are produced there coming into the U.S. Yeah, I think he thinks tariffs are only on Chinese goods that are made by Chinese people. Well, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I don't think he knows a lot about <laughs> uh, about how the economy works. Could you could you say though that okay? So with this move, then it kind of sounds to me like, and I'm talking as an outsider here with a lot of assumptions. It kind of sounds to me that the what they're saying about this move is like there are no factories here that can produce consoles yeah. or very minimal or at least not at the amount. It can't be done here currently. They'd have to in spin America. them up somehow. Yeah. yeah, not Canada. I'm talking about America. Yeah. So they would have to somehow spin up these factories. Now, with that being said, if they're writing this letter about this tariff, okay, ultimately it sounds like, and I don't really follow Trump that much, but it sounds like Trump is trying to get people to bring industry and manufacturing back to America. If they're already writing this before, saying they're going to, you know, the the cost is going to go up, all this stuff, is he not completing his goal? Because if it's this painful, will they not eventually just say, Jesus, okay, let's start spinning up a factory in America? Well, according to their point, though, to move their production to America yeah. will cost more than the tariff. That's a one-time cost. It's still going to take, like, at least a decade to, to move it's all the manufacturing. It's going to take a decade for them to build a factory. Yeah. But yet it didn't take a new car company... A new car company that was it took them ten years to build a Tesla, gigafactory. Tesla's like fifteen years old. Yeah, but did it take them ten years to build a gigafactory? It's not done yet. No, no, okay, it's but, open no, and operating. Here. We're talking they, about they started building it maybe I don't know like three, three, four years. We're also ago. talking about a company that's under a much less privileged position. Yes, it's run by it, it's it's not a tried and true. It wasn't tried and true. It was a new invention. The actual factory is a new invention. Okay, but regardless. During this transition, however long it takes, let's say it takes five years, okay, to transition manufacturing to the U.S. The prices will go up. Yeah, of course. And then the co- extra cost of manufacturing in America yeah. will cause those prices to but something, stay up and intens- potentially increase. Something like the Gigafactory, though. Like, I'm talking about you make it super efficient. You, your costs go up, so you make it super efficient. I'm wondering, and, it's, and I'm asking, can you get it down far enough? And if that's I true, don't I, don't, I, I don't buy that. And I'm not, an, uh, I've never worked in an electronics factory. I don't buy that they can't make consoles here. 
I don't buy that. They could. I don't buy. I don't. I don't buy that it's going to take them ten years. They, I think wait, it'd wait. be like a year. They, and can, they can get one up. Or up they and they can produce here. them here. Uh, yeah, it's too expensive. I don't. I don't buy that either. No, I think you, it's going to be more to, expensive. If you have to pay all your people, yeah, more money, yeah, to produce the same product, mm-hmm. it's going to cost more. And they put those those costs onto the consumer. But if you are Americans, building a brand new factory, Americans here, will then pay more. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying that there won't be any print change in price. What I'm saying is, is that. You could probably increase the price by $50 per console, potentially. And remember, these companies are also charging per month as well. So what, all I'm saying is, is I, and, and again, as an outsider, I'm assuming that this is a little bit of them just saying this to try to get the, the laws changed. Like this is a bit of lobbying on their part because I, I don't buy that you can't make electronics here. Like again, we I, can't make electronics here. It's like, first of all, you're using older factories, I assume, in China. I assume they're older factories. You could make one fuck of a really modern engineered one here that can probably produce it at twice that, the rate, maybe. That costs money. Yeah, but it's twice the amount coming out for less that cost doesn't, that doesn't per. Mean, that doesn't mean you're selling twice the amount. Less, well, no. Like, obviously, they would make as much as they, whatever. But no, but you, you put you put in a dollar and you get you get two consoles out of it. I'm not, obviously, there's would be more than a dollar, but you know what I'm trying to say. But Instead of one dollar each, you're, you're paying one dollar and you're getting two consoles, let's say. At the end of the day, though, as a consumer, you're going to be paying more. Regardless of how efficient they make it, you can't make it as efficient as what China makes it for. And Apple is considering moving 15 to 30% of their production out of China, but not to the U.S., to other Asian markets. Because they also have lower cost of labor. It's not just China. So is he gonna tariff all of Asia? What I what I'm saying is what I'm what I'm saying is is that is that I don't believe that they can't manufacture something here. They can. I think that's the only thing. Well, no, but like they they quote unquote can't no, because of market conditions. The whole reason though that they left to China is because they can make products cheaper. You know, you know what some clothing stores started to do. What's that in the states? Two of the exact same shirts. Okay, and they're they're tagged differently. It says this one, exact exact same design, exact same exact same fabric. Yeah, print. It said this one was made in China. This one was made in the states. Okay, and they put two drastically different prices on it. Right. And like, but like, like what like I want to know what drastic means. What was the result? What like the difference was like eleven dollars versus like thirty nine dollars. It's like this was the American made one. Yeah, this is what we have to sell it to you for. Right, it's the exact same shirt in China. It's like it's pretty much the same. The seams might be a little different because you can never get two two seamstress two different seamstresses will never make the exact same cut. Yeah, like every shirt has a little like it ding in always, it. Or it will always be a little bit different. But it's like this is this is the, the American blueprint, China blueprint. 11 versus 40. Now, the question is, is that are they working in the same logistical milestones? What I mean by that is, are we talking about, are we talking about a factory in a, in America that is normally only producing 10 shirts a day versus one in China that's producing a hundred? Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, are they putting as much investment like into both? That's the question, right? Cause you could easily, you could but, easily like try but, to like be like, Matt, well, look, it's four times more. Matt, you're sitting here trying to rationalize like like producing in America. It's like there's a reason why it's been migrated to China. There's a yeah. reason why for the last. It's because you can years. make more money. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Th- like like this has this has been this has been done. This has been thought out and played out several times in simulations and in practicality. Yeah, and yeah. it just makes more sense to be done in 
China. If it, it's, yeah, it's, it's they, just cheaper. They're willing to put suicide nets up because that is oh, how Jesus little Christ. and how how abysmal the conditions are. Like that is how little and how much they are willing to work these people. Yeah. So it's like when you when you have to give you know your basic rights to workers and your minimum wage and your vacation and your benefits, like that goes up. Like it's just. Kind of sounds like Tesla shouldn't be here then. Kind of sounds like Tesla no, should only be in China. You, you can manufacture in America, yeah, but it is more expensive. You're going to pay it. more. That's so no, no, but so no, no, but then then they're not performing their goal at their maximum potential. They wanted to. Do you want to spin up cars real fast? You go to China. You get a bunch of workers. You don't even you have a gigafactory. You you ship a bunch of Teslas over here for much cheaper. Now you've hit your price goal, and now you accelerate the electric yeah. car thing much faster. They may well do that in the future, but as of right now, they're building in the U.S. See, that's weird to me. That's weird to me. But you want them to do that. I'm not saying I want them to do that. You just no. said though that you you're saying that other companies could no, if, could if build go- manufacturing in the about, U.S. I'm talking about pure pure goal wise. Pure goal wise, like. If, no, if, but wait, if Tesla's wait, wait, goal wait. is to is to get as many people driving electric cars as possible, the best way to do that is to have the price all the way down. But but you were you were just saying that you don't you think it's possible for companies to pay, manufacture in the U.S. Yeah, and still keep co- costs down. I assume yes. So Tesla, I'm assuming so like I said, Tesla is doing that. They have a thirty. So why can't that that's that's they that's have my a thirty five thousand. Why can't Microsoft? Because why they started can't Sony? here. What they started here. Sony, Sony was isn't that, isn't that a, a position of less of less? No, because Microsoft in, keep, keep keep in mind we have we have been paying the least amount of console for consoles and least amount of games that we have in history. Yeah, if you go back, like if you adjust for for inflation, yeah, we we were actually the the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo's were like seven hundred bucks. Games were they were like expensive. They were expensive as fuck. Like, yeah, we were paying less. So like keep that in mind. The thing is too is it's like but a little bit of that is a new invention tax, like not tax, but you don't understand what I mean. It's like a new invention thing, and less. Then there's no there was the market was smaller. But this is well, man. You have to remember these companies' sole goal is to make money, yeah. right? So they're gonna definitely gonna have some smart business people who know how to make the most money by spending the least amount of money. Of course, yeah. So if they saw a viable solution, yeah. Of manufacturing in the U.S., yeah. they would have done it. I'm not. I'm not on the side of of moving manufacturing here. To be no, clear. I'm just explaining why I'm, they're still in I'm, China. I'm just saying that, like, if I was Microsoft and I could manufacture here, and the, and the government's like, "Don't go to China anymore for this reason," and you're like, "Oh shit, that's going to raise my price." All right, I'm out of here. Like that. Like, I'm just. No, but, I'm just trying to like. If I'm raising, raising, raising the like, price, right. what, raising the price reduces sales. They already make a loss on a lot of these consoles. Now you want to increase the price by 25, percent which. Hurt sales because we saw we saw PS3 how much their sales were hurt by the price. Of course, so it's bad no matter how you look at it. But but and they don't in, the, they in don't this have, case they're both they're both hit with the same tariff, so it's not in term it's not a com- com- competition these, thing. The, but these are publicly traded companies. They don't have five years to recover by switching all the manufacturing to the U.S. Yes, yeah, so I understand. Their, that. their stockholders want profits. They want you to make the most amount of money you can. They is got Tesla, they got Tesla, other Tesla, pressures. I think Tesla's Tesla publicly, so, Tesla's public, yeah. I think I'm more so questioning, like, it just kind of seems like, and, and like, maybe they are already moving stuff out, but it, it just kind of seems like this is an impending problem, and they're just going to let it happen, and then just raise the price. Like, it kind of seems It's not a problem, like, though. It kind of... This, se- is, this is the this big... Is not, this isn't a problem. Manufacturing is not a problem. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is it's like, if you were... If, if, if they're in as dire trouble as they as it sounds like from this letter, right, that they wrote... Oh, they're... Yeah. Are they moving their ass to fix it, or are they just going to be like, "Oh no, help us!" They, oh, they I will, guess it's going up. They will like, if the those price tar- is going up. Everyone, no, there they, it goes. They will if those tariffs hit. 
Apple's already looking into but like, it. You know, but you're, that, that's what I mean, though, is like, are they not being like Apple and moving? Like, why? They will. I, I guess they I'm will. questioning why they're not doing. They will if they have to, but it's more cost effective for them to not have the tariffs at all. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, that, if that's they, the if path they, if they, if of they least resistance. with the current administration or possibly wait it out. If they can, if they can just eat enough of it or raise just a minimum amount to get to the next administration. And if the next administration, you know, reverts back. They can. They might say like like the elections a year and a half away. Sure. They if they if the Democrats win or whoever takes over and they they decide to double back they on can it, kill the terror. They might yeah. they might math it out. Be like, hey, even if he imposes now, either we can take a little bit more of a loss or impose just a little bit of a price raise on the consumers, assuming that hey, twenty twenty they get reverted. If they don't, then we need to seriously consider getting the fuck out of there. And they just need a Democratic president too. You don't need Congress. Yeah, and here's the thing: a good chance, even a, even a, even a. Republican would probably a new Republican president would. <laughs> yeah, the, actually, yeah, that's another thing. Republicans are opposing yeah, the tariffs on yeah. China. Like, if, if it's anyone else but Trump in there, yeah, like they would just <laughs> double back. So why would you uplift your entire thing in for five year plan when in a year and a half this could just be no, gone? No, no, I'm not saying it necessarily like uplift everything. What I'm saying is, is it's more like if Apple is already looking at other avenues, like then clearly there are other avenues. Now, maybe they are behind closed well, the, doors the, the, and it's not public. This maybe was just like, a problem enough. with having all your eggs in one basket. Everyone put it in China. Yeah, and but, so Apple's, yeah, Apple's simply looking at diversifying where they're manufacturing. We've so, known, so we've you, known since Trump, though, that he wanted to tariff them, right? Since he since he came in, he's yes. like, I want to tariff them. So at that point, you're like, okay, maybe we should no, but, uh, <laughs> be looking around a bit. But that, no, again, that's going to cost money to start moving your stuff. Don't don't necessarily start Which, moving. Look around. Make a plan. I'm sure they and do. If it happens, you even, right. even looking around costs money. <laughs> you don't just look around for free. Well then, let's just pay twenty five more, twenty five percent more on our consoles, and that's it. Or they can do what they're doing and, and pleading and, and, to the and, government and to plead, and then we'll still pay twenty five percent more. We'll Th- see what that's happens. what I'm saying. Like, 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 no one's doing anything. So I did because you wrote because a letter. There's no reason. But, I, but what does that do? There's no reason to do anything until it happens. Yeah, that's the most cost effective way. So consoles are going to go up twenty five percent immediately. Then yeah. The most cost-effective way when you were saying the twenty-five percent increase of price for the company. No, most cost-effective. Yeah. But then that's also gonna that's gonna kill their profit. Yeah. Like you said, it's yeah. gonna kill their sales. But also, but also moving your manufacturing out of China, which they said is going to increase prices more than the twenty-five yeah. percent. That's going to hurt them more. That's a more dangerous path to go down. It's really, I, I, I this is really weird. I always, I kind of thought you would fight for the manufacturing to move back here. I'm manufacturing. I'm not fighting on a point. I don't. I'm just trying because, to get the full details. Because I learned that manufacturing is gone from from North America. I mean, you can bring it back though. No, manu- the manufacturing age is over in in North America and 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 the Western world. It's gone. We're done with that. But where's it going to go? We're China. moving. We're moving. China, yes. but like, where's going to go after that? No, we the the Western countries are moving into a services industry. Okay, no longer a manufacturing industry. That was the twentieth century. Okay, we're now moving into a services industry. Okay, okay, that's people sitting at desks doing computer work. Right. Most people are going to prefer that to a manufacturing job. Sure. That's where we're at. You do that now. Netflix yeah. is a service. Ryan does every, that. Every app on your phone is a service. Yeah. Developing well, websites. Though, that's your off. job. Your job is a service job. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, the that's the industry we're moving into: entertainment, movies, uh, uh, food venues. I'm trying. I'm trying to. Cla- I'm trying to classify what my job would be. Service. It's is service. Not. It's not. It's not about your specific job individually. It's. It's what does your organization do? You are I'm, servicing other people. Yeah, you're you're servicing people by delivering. Yes. Like 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 a delivery man is still. You're a not. Service you're not person. providing goods to them. You're you're providing a service to them. Yeah, you're not making you're not making like the hospital bed and then selling it. You're not you're not physically creating it. 
or like okay, whatever. I guess I guess I'm in a weird spot because <laughs> I work for a hospital, but I service the film industry. Well, either way, you're servicing someone, yeah. Like, 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 the, the, at no point are you going into the back and assembling a bed from raw material. Yeah. It, okay, when you phrase like that, yes, you are. Yes, okay. So that's that's what I understand now. If manufacturing could come back in a in a in a, in a way that made sense that wouldn't increase prices, I'm all for it. I would say that the Gigafactory uh, is a, is a proof of concept. But you also have to remember that automation is taking over as well. Yeah. The Gigafactory is... I'm not fighting for jobs either. I'm just... The Gigafactory is one of the... I'm not even taking... Wait, wait. All those unemployed Chinese people. The Gigafactory is is one of the most automated uh, facilities as well. Uh, Yeah. I'm not... Again, I'm not fighting for jobs or anything. I'm just trying to... I'm even, just trying to look for an avenue where it's like but even maybe if they, we should react. To even this. if they brought those manufacturing jobs back to the U.S., they're going to be gone in in a few years. So times are changing, and that that's Do the you problem. Think they're going to have? I guess I guess the suicide net industry is also oh, here we go. dry up too. God damn it! If you have robots, but no, those people those people without a manufacturing job in China, they're still much of a manufacturing industry. Without those jobs, then they might. Then they have nothing to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that's like fucking how many? That's over a billion Chinese people. Yeah, because the Chinese economy is like massive. It's fucking ridiculous. Have you ever seen any of their highways? Oh my god, what are they gonna do when the robots just start making everything? All those people. I think that's far off. I wouldn't bother. I wouldn't. It's not in our that. lifetime, but that is fucking scary to think about. I think it might be in our lifetime. Yeah. No, I, I think that governments are going to step in and say we can't I'm automate. I'm going to die young. Especially in China, they'll be like, nope, you can't automate, stop, and then that's yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. Because that, that is but, the easiest way to fix it. But, stop automating, but okay. You, but you have to remember, too, though, that the, 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 the China's communist, right? Well, they can say so that. The, but don't, no, what I'm saying is they're very much driven by corporations. Yeah. So if their corporations want say. to make, make more money and pay people less... They will go fully into automation. No, you, you, you're correct until it bites them in the ass when no one's buying anything. Like, it'll get bad, and then they'll be like, well, the, okay, fuck, stop. The we got to bring the, the jobs West, back. The West will still be buying stuff. <laughs> what? The West will still be buying no, stuff. No, but, like, like China China is, like, blowing up. Like, I watched the uh, I watched the Grand Tour where they were going through China, and they were, like, looking at their highways and stuff. Like, China is, like, not like here where they try to save costs when they do roads. They're just like, oh, there's a valley and then, like, a mountain? No problem. Blast through the mountain. Don't even go down in the valley. Blast through the mountain, over the valley, over this massive thing, and there's, like, ten bridges, like, in this one, like, small stretch of road. Yeah. Like, here, it's like, okay, Jesus, okay, we got to build one pillar. No, no, now, what no, are we gonna no, do? no, no, no. Ten-year survey. Yeah, ten-year survey. soil. Then we got to talk about yeah. it. Then we got to think about it. Like, it's not like that there. Segregate so, just like, enough to keep the birds safe. Oh, yeah, but they're fuck. also they're also dying of their own pollution. Yes, oh, I'm not saying they're without their problems, but no. I'm saying that they are exploding. But what they're what doing a lot. Is, like there is a reason. There is a reason why the West is so regulated. It's to protect us. Yeah, over okay. there they don't care about that. They only care about getting things done. Yeah, and it creates a bad environment where people are sick and wearing wearing masks all the time. I'm not saying it's without its problems. I'm just saying that no. A but fire what I'm saying is was burning for like days and no one noticed. Because the air is so bad, the fire was just burning. No, what, <laughs> you're fucking serious. Yeah. What the fuck? What, is it, what do you mean it was burning and no one noticed? <laughs> no one noticed the fire was going. Where in a forest? A, a building. Oh, in a building. Yeah. Oh my god. For days it was burning. Jesus that Christ. Is, the fuck. joke. The joke. Who was the, in there? The joke on the Daily Show was someone finally said, "What's all that fresh air over there?" <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. That's fucking hilarious. But, but if China sees, like, Wait, if China uh, runs out of money, if they run out of money, die? they there... won't be able to do that. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. 
if China runs out of money, they won't be able to do the crazy, the crazy roads and the big cities anymore. And then they'll, then <laughs> they'll. That fucking so that is, that's fucking crazy. There's a fire burning for days and nobody noticed. All right. That's it. Oh, that's hilarious. Thanks for listening to our little politics. Quick, quick question. I mean, that wasn't really yeah. po- quick, political. Quick thing about that, that EA, that EA, that Google Stadia thing that you posted. Google said that if they stop selling a game, it is still available to you. You're not going to lose it. Correct. How is that any different from any other service? It's not, but it, people just thought that because it was streaming, uh, that you technically would lose it because it's no longer on their services. That was the only difference. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. All right, we'll see you guys. Peace.